The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. High school accounting teacher Priscilla Davis is the creative mind behind a joint endeavor between Wood Forest National Bank and Hillside High School's Business and Finance Academy, resulting in an on-campus bank to help provide students with many of the fiscal and educational resources that will teach them how to make good financial decisions well into their future. To explain the planning of, response to, and the goals for this project, we have today's guest, Priscilla Davis. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. And I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Priscilla Davis, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm doing very, very well. I'm I'm loving this story. This is this is fantastic work that you're doing. So um before we start, this is typical for every interview. We'd like to learn a bit about our guests. So in your own words, tell us a bit about your background and sort of what led you to the career path that you're on right now. So after graduating from college, I got the opportunity to actually start teaching uh, accounting in the high school. Uh, I'm a business teacher, so I teach accounting. I teach business law, um, ethics, applied finance. And in my teaching of those classes, I discovered that students did not understand anything about credit, didn't know anything about budgeting, check writing, uh, what APR was. And so these students are our future. And because of that, I then to teach them um, financial literacy then to have a bank. I had a great superintendent. His name was Eric B. Coates at the time. And he heard my pitch and said, yes, let's do this. He thought it was a phenomenal idea. And so here we are 10 years later, uh, going very strong with a bank in our high school. Nice, nice. I'm assuming that there had to be a reason beyond just kind of what you were seeing in your immediate community. So this has come up before on the show. So let's talk for a second about the educational system. Why do you think the educational system has failed to teach financial literacy uh, to our students? I think for, you know, sometime um, that's been kind of something that's left up to be done at the home. Mm -hmm. You know, even for me, 
growing up, that was not something that was done at the home. And I think that that was just a conception that people, um, educators may have thought, higher up educators thought that was something that was being taught in a home. And as they began to, you know, see that literacy was something that was really, truly needed in school, therefore, Federal Reserve started offering things about uh, financial literacy. And you all of a sudden saw this spike of resources and classes and different types of things coming about, uh, workshops for financial literacy to be taught because it was not something that was being shared uh, in the home. And so therefore you being um, students that were graduating from college with huge amounts of debt and not only just the college students, but even those students who maybe who chose a different pathway, self huge amount of debt and not understanding all about finances, not investing uh, in finance because they did not understand it. And therefore, since they didn't understand it, they didn't bother to even learn about it. Mm. And so because I think of those things is why, again, you saw this big spike in financial literacy. And definitely from what I saw within just our community, within the students that were in the school that didn't know, I really felt we needed uh, this something to really teach them, but not just teach them about it, actually make it relevant to them. I think when we make things relevant to students, they better understand and they have a, a better idea of how to use those tools instead of someone just giving them the information. Right, right. Now, now you mentioned our community, and I think that that's significant. The uh, the Hillside High School uh, campus is a historically black high school campus. Uh, am I yes, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and so correct. I would imagine that you probably come across the same sort of data and statistics that we come across here, which shows um, how so many things fiscal and otherwise, disproportionately and negatively, overwhelmingly affect Black people, in particular Black students. And so um, I want to ask, was that something that helped motivate you in starting the Hillside Hornet Bank? That was one of the things definitely that helped motivate uh, me in starting the bank. Because again, when you give students the opportunity to make change in their lives, and you're not just, again, you're not just preaching to them Telling, oh, here, you know, go do this, but you can actually show them mm -hmm. here are some resources and tools that you can use to actually better your life. And it's going to help you along the way. I think they gravitate to that and it makes them very curious. And they jump on, for instance, you know, here um, in all the testimonies that the students have given that have worked in our bank, you know, they've, they've talked about what they've learned and the skills that they're able to take with them, even students that have left uh, and graduated now, how it has helped them tremendously in their life. Sure, sure. So making sure that, you know, we're tapping into that is something that just has to be done. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So talk us through, through the bank branch itself. Um, there's uh, listeners that might be asking themselves, you know, is this a real bank? Is there a staff? You know, it's, it's, so tell us how the bank actually works on the campus. So the bank is open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It is the operation days and it's open during the lunchtime. On Tuesday and Thursday during the fall, it is their Class. So not only are they 
but they also have class time because they're learning about banking. They're learning about credit and budgeting because on Tuesdays and Thursdays, some days on those days, they actually go into the classroom and teach their peers what they've learned. Or sometimes they may be in the lobby, the school lobby, uh, again, teaching their peers what they've learned. We have three tellers, a customer service manager, and then we have what's called a box office manager. Our business finance academy also uh, helps with the business side of our drama department. So they are responsible for invoicing schools for the matinee plays that they come to see. So within the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, students come into the bank and they pay for any fees, any field trips, um, any lost items uh, as far as their JRTC uniforms, or maybe a lost book or a lost charger. They come in, they pay. So that's kind of how the operation of the bank. They come in and they can open up a bank account. So that would be the Whip Forest piece. So at any given day, what you have is you have our hillside accounts going on and you have the Wood Forest um, railroad banking going on. So the, the students have to do bank reconciliations every day. Um, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, once whatever deposit that we have for Wood Forest, there is an officer that sits in here with us and he escorts me to the bank to make the bank deposits. So it looks and runs just as if you were in a Wells Fargo, a Truist or a Bank of America. So it is truly a full-fledged running bank. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes. And switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman 
chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We are here today with high school accounting teacher and the creative mind behind the on-campus bank teaching students the importance of financial literacy, Priscilla Davis. Okay, so tell us what the response has been like to having an on-campus bank at a historically black high school. The response has been great. It has been phenomenal. Uh, any parent of a student here, any alumni, any faculty member, any student can open up an account here in the um, Hillside Hornet Bank. The students and faculty members or whomever that comes in with uh, within those ramifications can actually they'll actually get an ATM card just again as if they were opening up an account at any other bank. And one last thing, our students in the bank are certified tax preparers. They are certified by IRS and for their classmates and faculty during the spring of the year. Mm -hmm. And so the community has backed us um, and we've had. You know, just other schools recently reach out to us asking us how they can do the same thing within their schools. So so let's go with that. If if other campuses or other people wanted to replicate this, um, what advice would you have for folks that are looking at this model and saying this is a great way to teach fiscal literacy to our students? What advice would you have for those folks? The one advice I definitely would have for them is make sure that they have a some type of financial literacy program. So within their school already. So whether they're teaching accounting or whether they're teaching um, personal finance, because the students will need some type of background, some type of foundation to help mold them with this, because there's accounting going on. Uh, there's some math going on. But again, most of it is all financial literacy uh, with the credit pieces and the budgeting pieces. So I would say to them, make sure that they have that. But the most part, you want to have students that are dedicated. Um, you want to have a faculty member that's dedicated to the process. So so again, in your own words, what would you say the ultimate goal is for the Hillside Hornet Bank? The ultimate goal for the Hillside Hornet Bank is for the students to have a skill once they graduate from high school that a transferable skill that they can use outside of these walls. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, um, for folks that want to keep up with you, for folks that have been inspired by the work that you're doing, uh, maybe get in contact with you. Do you have any social media, maybe a website, any sort of online presence that our listeners can use to, to keep up with your efforts? Yes. Uh, they may reach out to um, Priscilla underscore Davis, D-A-V-I-S, at nc.net 
or they may also reach out to Project Arc and the Arc is A-R-C, projectarc.com. Fantastic. Well, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on and sharing your insight. And of course, this incredible story. Once again, today's guest is high school accounting teacher and of course, the creative mind behind the on-campus bank teaching students the importance of financial literacy, Priscilla Davis. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are, and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.